Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for joining Homegirl Chat. I just wanted to take the time to say um, that I know right now we're going through a scary situation. You know, I'm I'm worried and I'm scared with the whole coronavirus. And just know that um, and hearing my thoughts and, and sending everybody a good vibes and good, you know, praying for everybody that everybody's safe and healthy and just know that we're all here together. And I hope I could spread a little joy in this moment. And thank you again for taking the time to listen and enjoy this podcast. I want to introduce you to somebody that I'm so excited to have here on my podcast. Her name is Andrea Chavez. Hey girl. Hello. Oh, Claudia. <laughs> Hi. I'm good. And you? Very good. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So I first want to tell everybody that it's so crazy how I met Andrea. <laughs> do you remember <laughs> when we first met Andrea? Yes, I do remember. <laughs> well, <It> was... <laughs> actually, before that, mm-hmm. I had already seen you uh, days before, like in your Instagram. Really? And um, we all grow Latina. Uh, yes, I had seen you. I had seen uh, some of your videos. So I was like, oh, this is someone that I want to meet. And oh my it's God. crazy how when you like the power of, um, of just like thinking what you want and how it comes, right? Yeah, because... <laughs> yeah. I know. So it was crazy for me. Like the way I met you was from, a, from first of all, I was from Create and Cultivate. Uh, it happened in um, on February and I went there, um, you know, it was my first time going to an actual summit like this for Create and Cultivate. And so I went there with an open mind trying to meet new people. And I was sitting down and then I saw this girl passing by and she just smiled and I smiled back. And then she just came to my table and sat down with me and there's this girl named Emily and we were just talking and she was like yeah I met this lady last night because I guess Creative Cultivate does like a party uh, one day before the big event and she's she was telling me that she met you and she was telling me that oh yeah she has this thing called pineapple uh woman and I was like what is that and she's like she's amazing she's Latina and I was like oh let me follow her she's like yeah you should meet her and everything and I was like okay but when I went to your Instagram, I didn't see your picture because it had other pictures from your events or uh, other ladies and stuff like that. And so I was like, oh, I, I don't know how she, who she is. So I remember I was running to another class and then because um, in, in, in Creating Cultivate, they had like different little workshops. And I saw a girl with long hair and she just smiled and waved. And, and I was like, hi. And I thought I like met you from some other place. So I was like. <laughs> hi and I just gave you a hug and then um so I was like oh where are you going and you're like I'm going here and I'm going there and I'm like okay so I'll see you later and I walked away and then I saw Emily later on and I was like you know I don't know how the girl that you were telling me about you know how she looks and I've been like chatting with her on Instagram all day like saying like where are you I'm creating cultivate and blah 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 and so then when I saw you walking to towards uh, Emily I started laughing and I was like oh my god what what we already met each other so <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the power of attraction. Yes, and oh. my my story very similar to yours. So when Emily said send me a text message that day and said you should meet Claudia, and I was like, oh my god, that's 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 the person that I wanted to meet. Is she here? No way. And, like, and she yeah, and like a shout out to Emily because she has such yeah. a great energy and such a nice person. 
Yeah. And such a good memory because even when I met her the day before I met you mm-hmm. in, that, in that event, um, in the cocktail party, uh, she had met me, I think a day or mm-hmm. yes, a day, a day before in another event. And I didn't, when she like reached me in the cocktail party, she was like, I met you yesterday. And I was like, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. But yes, she is one of those people. So yeah, she's Hi, so Emily. nice. Hi, yeah. Emily. <laughs> We're going to have to tag her. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So I'm so happy that we got to even sit down and, and have a glass of wine and um, chat about your, you know, what's your background. I mean, we didn't talk too much, but like a too deep on it but uh you know I got a little bit of bio from you and then I was just like wow she's done a me a lot of things and amazing things and I'm just like I really am so impressed and like inspired it's amazing so likewise yeah, no, likewise girl, oh you. you're so yeah. sweet but for me like with you I'm like I'm like wow you've done so many stuff yeah I was reading that you know you do like I was reading right now that you're saying technology evangelist uh you have 10 years so maybe you can share with everybody well first of all how you started how you got to that point like with your career sure so um I started as a a Spanish teacher so Mm -hmm. I went to school graduated did Mm -hmm. Spanish and yeah I love my language and and I love to share it with other people and I started teaching it, but I also love technology and mm-hmm. I like, I, I see how technology makes our life like so much easier, especially in these times. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so I'm so grateful uh, yeah. today for having technology and having been able to communicate with my family and friends, yeah. um, especially like during this COVID virus. Yes, and- seriously, technology <laughs> is being used like crazy now. <laughs> Exactly. And then um, I, I started introducing more technology into like my lessons. And then I saw how that started switching so many of the like mentality of the students. And then the students were bringing these things into other classrooms. And the teachers were saying, thank you so much because I am doing this project. And now the girls know this technology and they are implementing it into the project. And it's just like, things are like so amazing mm-hmm. so do like during that switch I was like okay let me do my master's in integration of technology mm. I started doing that and meanwhile I was doing that I started going into a lot of meetings for girls that code and, mm-hmm. and just coding and stuff and that's when I realized mm-hmm. that girls are such a minority in the technology fields yeah and so i remember going to the principal and saying uh why are we not doing anything because we are a public school but we are all all girls school which is very rare mm-hmm. uh, I, back then was much more rare and then she's like okay let me look into that and that was kind of like at the end of a year and when we came back from vacations she said to me okay, you are going to teach this video game coding like course for the mm-hmm. whole year. And I was like, I am not a coder. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> and this is two days before the school started. Oh, and no. she's like, well, 
um, no one wants to do it and you were the one that brought it up and I think you should do it. Just let me know because oh. we need to switch the schedules for everybody in order to like make this happen. Mm-hmm. And to make the things easy mm-hmm. and, and because at the time there were no credits for technology uh, for in, in schools implemented mm-hmm. yet, I said, okay, how are we going to give them the credits? And I said, you know what? Uh, we used to have 40% Latinas in the school that I used to teach. Mm-hmm. And I said, why don't we put all the Latinas in one room and I will teach them this course, the coding course in Spanish. We will blog in Spanish and they will code, but the whole conversations will be in Spanish. Then they will write uh, their journals in Spanish and that's how I'll do the two things. Wow. And it's perfect. We could do this. Uh, uh-huh. Now we are going to give them the credit in the Spanish. Little that I know, Claudia. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing something that every, when, when one person, I remember telling the story uh-huh. to, um, to the president of the Hispanic Heritage Foundation one time. And he's like, you are doing what? And I was like, yeah, I'm doing this class. And he's like, he's like this is huge. And after that, like everybody wanted to be in the classroom observing. Oh my goodness. There was like universities coming to observe. There was businesses like Microsoft and BuzzFeed and like people that wanted to like help. And then uh, there was newspapers and and, uh, news all the time that wanted to cover all the things that we are doing. And I was like, what is going on? So then it I just happened so fast. You were like, yes. <sighs> and then I learned that Latinas, it's mm-hmm. like Latina, Latinos, mm-hmm. we represent 16% of, of like the community in technology, but Latinas represent 1%. Wow. So it's so low. Yes. That what I was doing, it was just a like a thing that everybody just was waiting for and like yeah. I, was, I did it just basically by mistake I was like it's <laughs> one of those things that it was just meant to be like me and yeah. you <laughs> wow that's amazing yeah, yeah seriously like you don't I mean first of all the number is like crazy I never you know I use technology but I've never gone to that like to do coding or anything like that yeah. so it's like it's needed and then to even hear all this stuff like how many companies wanted to support you that's amazing because you don't hear about that. Like seriously, when I read your bio about this and I was just like, what? This is amazing. Mm-hmm. I never heard because my daughter, she, she, you know, she's 11 years old and she wants to be a scientist. And so like, she, I'm very good. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. Like for me, when I was a kid, I was like, I just want to draw. I didn't want to do, yes. I didn't think about anything <laughs> about scientists or being a doctor or anything like that. But just these young girls, like hearing them what they want to do. And because you're like a lot of people like you and like me trying to like show that you can be, you have a success, you know, not like a me for me, <laughs> do what you love and just inspire others with what you're doing and like this whole coding and in, in Spanish that's amazing yes so it was it was just a thing like that it just exploded but it was amazing and wow. the whole part of it was amazing because I learned so much from it so one of the really nice things that happened then was that 
since I didn't know how to code either, we started coding together. So we learned together. So it was a community of when the teacher dropped their power and I came in and said, I don't know how to do this. We are going to learn together and it's okay. And, and we had fun. We had fun helping each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I was probably the worst student in the class <laughs> because I was because I also had to grade them and I also had to like do the lesson plans in oh, Spanish so it was I was I was falling behind and <sighs> they were flying on this thing they were making video games the, the video games that they were making oh. were it were video games to teach others Spanish so that was very nice and then the the first year ended uh and we I, I saw what they were capable of doing and it was so fascinating and amazing that I started putting it into different contests and it happened that this Hispanic Heritage Foundation had a contest mm-hmm. and we applied for it and and we won out of wow. like, I mean it was like 20 spots that you could yeah. like go and just uh, present but when we got to Washington mm-hmm. um to present first of all it was in the white house and we didn't know so that it was a huge surprise and Ooh. second uh the girls were the young my girls were the youngest ones the Ooh. rest of them were in college and i was wow this is amazing and and so and, and then from there so many other things happened mm-hmm. at the same moment that i started coding with the girls i like the same year, the, the year before that, I started also a, a club that mm. I called Tech Crew. Mm. But that club um, became a class the same year that I started teaching coding. Wow. And I started Tech Crew because I saw a lot of girls love technology, but also how technology could be blended with everything. Mm-hmm. So I basically opened the club to anybody that wanted to just share and do things together also that i knew this was kind of like a mastermind uh project mm-hmm. where the girls would just come together and everybody would be like bring their expertise and they would share something to just uh create something else and with that group the next few years after we created amazing stuff too and and we supported lots of events in the school we created so many so many things we created something called uh unlocking counterparts where mm-hmm. the girls will it was it's kind of like a humans of new york uh for people that know humans of new york mm-hmm. but we would like create videos of girls inside the school and tell their stories like three minute videos so Mm. and in this class i had filmmakers and i have coders and i had graphic designers and i had project managers and i had engineers at some point like the last few years so i had engineers and we created all this stuff and it was amazing we had the, the idea was that every girl we have their own project and then they would find a crew of girls it doesn't matter it was inside the crew or outside of the crew that will make that project happen and and it's just like the collaboration was yeah. amazing and the amount of things that mm. we were able to do it was insane like because people will ask me like mm-hmm. when 
how did you do all these things? <laughs> and I was like, well, I am not alone. I have yeah. like an army of girls behind oh, me. That's so amazing. Doing all these things. So yes, that's kind of like uh, where everything is started, how everything was born wow. and where the, all the stories that I have were, you know, like nurture and where they, they come from. And from there, yeah. we went to the White House uh how was that mistaking like three times <laughs> the last time i went so you're comfortable times. going there now <laughs> My <house>. no. <laughs> so uh yeah so the the i think the last the, the last time that we went there was uh obama mm-hmm. was giving, gave me uh, uh it wasn't an award but it was a nomination and it's um Aww. computer science champion of change wow (laughs) did you actually get to meet him no i actually Ah. did not get to meet him i saw him uh, very close he like i saw him very close by and then in another event i saw michelle obama very close by um but but i wouldn't think like that I am a person that he would recognize, you know, like, but yeah. he, he mentioned me in some of his articles when he, wow. when he recognized the computer science champions of change. And well, from there, I became also a Tecnologica, which is something that the National Coalition of uh, Women in Tech does. Mm. They, they do, they do a lot of research and they know how we need more women into technology and yeah. so for all those research they know that we need more latinas into technology and mm-hmm. then they opened this organization called Tecnologicas where we gathered as te- latinas in technology mm-hmm. and i was one of the 10 in their second campaign wow and, and so we go around the states mm-hmm. to promote technology and so we do a lot of that a lot of inspiration in technology and a lot of my students Uh used to come to these events because because it was fascinating to just see how girls would react to also like the girls that yeah more technology that's amazing so you like your students are like wow we're doing all this and it's looking great and amazing and it's like wow the white house Yes. That's so crazy. And just hearing like Apple and Microsoft, all these people like trying yes. to, you know, helping you out. And that's just amazing. And it just shows the power of like when you support, you know, somebody, you can go beyond, you know. Exactly. Uh, I was wondering, how do you, like, for example, for my daughter, like, how do you get your child to get in these programs? Like, I know they have them in school, but like mm-hmm. outside of school, like, you know, is there, like you were outside saying. Outside of school, mm-hmm. I, uh, so one of the first, um, the one of the first programs that I worked closely with mm-hmm. uh, was Girls Who Code. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I think that there are so many right now, it's mm-hmm. just about like searching for them. Yeah. Um, I am um, like in the, in the in the west coast i know that there is also girls who code and some mm-hmm. other ones and these codes it was like i don't know every university has uh, one columbia mm-hmm. has one mm-hmm. uh nyu has one back mm-hmm. then when i started coding with the girls there were so such a few of them yeah but i created my own 
Yeah, because you did. when it was it's basically basically girls who code and then girls who code couldn't get all of our girls uh, mm. because then all of our girls kind of inspiration happens to be something um that when one person injects you with it then you no. start injecting it's like kind of like this this virus <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's so so all the girls wanted to do the technology oh. and then um with we didn't have enough spots so with that crew mm-hmm. with my coders yeah. um we created a project where we would have a summer camp three three week summer camp where the girls will code and we will teach a group of 30 girls to code and i love that and it it was amazing. We went, we did it in New York City yeah. and every day a company would host us and we would just go around. The girls would like um, make their own app or their website on something. Mm-hmm. Like we always had a different project every year. Like one year was solving a world's problem. Another year was making your own company. So it depended on what was like we would create. And we would like teach code to 30 girls and the ones teaching the code were the girls that were the most advanced. So it was fascinating. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful program. Wow. But I am pretty sure there are so many out there right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I think that if you just search, you just Google mm-hmm. technology or science. If like, if, if, for example, your daughter knows already what type of science she wants. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, hospitals and universities host all of these things now. Yeah, it's just amazing how it's been, you know, seeing more women empowerment, empowerment and even with young girls, too. It's just amazing. Like, now coding is something cool. And, um, you know I what I mean? Like we know. Yeah. Like, we didn't even know about this, like, years ago. Yeah, exactly. And now it's just, it's beautiful to see, like, like I said, with my daughter and hearing other girls and what you're doing is just amazing because we're planting, planting seeds to every girl or, you know, children out there too, you know, to that it's okay to be doing coding. You can create so many, like you said, different things with coding or mm-hmm. learning all this stuff. So that's pretty cool. That I, Bravo to you. I'm clapping Thank now. You. Thank you, Claudia. <laughs> yeah. And Thank then you. seeing, I'm reading too that you you started, you know, you're the founder of Pineapple Woman. You want to talk about yes. that? Yeah. Yes. So actually connects with the story that I was telling you because yes. in the years that, um, that I was a teacher, mm-hmm. I saw how powerful it was to have a role model for these girls. Yeah. Uh, so we created lots of events where the, with the network that I was under, that our school was under a network called the Young Women's Leadership uh, Network. Mm-hmm. And that's how we created those, these public schools just for girls. Yeah. And, and under that, they, they used to do like a lot of like women role models, events and things like that. But sadly, Claudia, mm-hmm. I almost never saw a Latina. and knowing that a high percentage of our students were latinas and sometimes when you don't identify with your role model then you lose these kids because they cannot see themselves into it they we most of the times we tend to be what is at home 
Like, so the example that we have at home, that's what we follow. I mm. think that I became a teacher because my grandma was a teacher and my uncles and aunts are mm. teachers. And I believe in the power of, of example. And so yeah. I, it became my kind of like also one of my purposes and my duties to like find Latina role models, but they were so hard to find. Yeah. And, and they were so little and like mm-hmm. they, they were not into like, I don't know, into like high careers. Yeah. So uh, these also became kind of like a thing that I wanted to do, but because of the time, yes, we used to do so many things yeah. uh, that I just couldn't do it. And when I stopped uh, teaching, Mm-hmm. Uh, a year ago then I said okay I'm gonna do the projects this this other dream that I always had and it was pineapple woman kind of like finding the Latinas of the world because we are so many in all over yes. the world to see to so that the girls could find role models and see these inspirational stories yeah um, like of like Latinas. So what I do is I find them, I ask them to just write a kind of like a page, a page and a half mm-hmm. about their story, who they are, what they have done, how they have made their dreams come true, because I really believe in the power of dreaming and making steps to get to your dreams. And that's how I taught my students even though I wouldn't say that, like, yeah. you know, but we would dream together and we would make these things together. Yeah. And then that's how I approach it with Pineapple Woman too. Like, how have you made your dreams come true? And mm-hmm. teach the rest of us how to like keep doing that. Yeah, um, that's amazing. Yes. And so you are a Pineapple Woman too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because yes. you do. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff too. Oh yes. my goodness. No, that's one of the things like I'm like when I heard about pineapple woman, I was just I'm, I love it because I I am a pineapple woman because I'm already doing something like that too, you know, like yes. um I so I'm surrounded with so many Latinas uh you know that are doing amazing things. Like I have a friend that she's like an art director that works for Disney and and mm-hmm. you know, and I have a friend that she's a freelancer and she works for Disney and Hasbro and other companies and things like that. And it's just like I I didn't think about it at the moment when I was, you know, because I know them for so long that they're Latinas doing these amazing things and the products that you see out there, um, you just I never thought about it at first. And then I was like, you know what? I'm actually working for a big toy company and I'm creating these amazing arts and they're in stores. And I, I, why don't I just start sharing on, on my Instagram that, Hey, you know, there's a Latina behind this. And just in my thing was because, you know, growing up, I never, you know, I had a Barbie, I had dolls and I just never, you know, I always, always put it as like maybe a a Caucasian person was working on this, you know, yeah. behind this. I never thought a brown girl or, you know, different color people were working on this, you know what I mean? And so I just never thought about that, you know? And so now that I'm working here, I'm just like, you know what? I want to spread that and let the people know um, what I'm doing. And then to introduce it to young girls too. And so mm-hmm. I started doing that and to the point where I've even been brought to little workshops and, and I got little girls and showed them what I do. And then it's just like their faces are like, what, you can actually do this, 
you know, as a career. Yeah. And so I was like, and then, then I hear moms like come up to me and they're like, Oh my God, I'm so happy to meet you. You know, my daughter, she plays with Elsa. And I told her like, I know the artist that created the artwork on the the dresses. And then they're like, I I can't, can I take a picture with you? And I'm like, I'm I'm just a girl doing my work. But at the same time, like, I'm so like, I appreciate it too, because you know, yeah, the, so the moms are so happy. And then to see the little girls like be so excited too. So, you know, just, I just want to let people, that's why I created my podcast too. Cause I want to just let people see like you doing amazing things like this. It's like, wow, yeah. you know, doing coding and going around the world and going to the white house and all this stuff, <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> that's amazing, you know? So yes, I like, think that those are the things that sometimes people don't, don't, don't think about because they don't have the reach of them. Like for example, you're talking about creating uh, dresses for toys. And Mm -hmm. sometimes we just take those things for granted. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, okay, this toy comes here and it has already a dress, but Mm -hmm. who makes this? Yeah. Behind all of these things. So so for example, you, and I want to ask you, like Mm -hmm. it's kind of like a, a, some of my pineapple questions yeah. too. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> so how did you how did you get like got to where you are today? Oh, how I, mm-hmm. you made these dreams come true? How like what was the path to like get there? Like, like making yeah. these dresses and everything else. Yeah, want. I mean, well, my background since I've been a little kid, I've always liked art. So I knew that I wanted to do something with art growing up, but just didn't know what. And then once I went to community college, I learned graphic design. And from there, I you know, graduated from university. And then I had different type of jobs from apparel, from signage, uh, web. And I you know, was working for a company for three years at American Greens when I was doing illustration. So I was like loving it because I got to get back to drawing. And then the, the, the company decided to close the LA office. And I was really sad about that. So I was like, what am I going to do? Yeah. How can I get a, like, I have to find a job, you know, because I just moved into a new apartment. And, you know, I had my husband and my daughters. So I was like, okay, I got to figure something out. So I had like, almost close to a year to just concentrate on what I wanted to do with with design and my illustration. So I this so I learned about textile design, which is creating repeat patterns, you know, on anything from pillows and um, blankets, maybe uh, from booklets and things like that. So I was like, oh, I want to create my own stuff, you know? So I basically concentrated, you know, just creating all these different illustrations on repeat patterns. And then I got, a, you know, a job, uh, well, an offer to work at Hasbro as a temp. And mm. they were like, I had all these things that I just created. I'm like, look at my work. I have all the stuff that I have. And they really loved it. And they were like, okay, we'll hire you as a temp. And so I, you know, was there for a year and I was like, okay, I want to get hired full time. So from there, I just worked my butt off, (laughs) was telling everybody in the office, like, hey, you know, you know, I would love to work here full time, let your manager know, let the word out that, you know, I want to work here for full time. So I wasn't afraid to tell people, let your manager know, I want my, you know, counting down, I have three more months, you know, two more months. And 
So, I mean, I got an offer and I've been there for three years and it's just, wow. just doing design, going to school um, and learning art and just going for it. Like, don't be afraid to tell people like, hey, I want to get hired or just even applying for a job, just going for it. So that's how I was led to to work here for three years. But, you know, my other jobs, I've done so many creative things too. So, mm-hmm. you know, I never thought I would be working in a toy company, but, you know, first of all, as a graphic designer, cause I just thought mostly graphic design is mostly doing marketing or packaging design, but never yes. thought of like actual, uh, like for dolls, you know, dresses and things like that. Yes. So that was pretty cool. So I'm really happy working there. It's, I get to do a lot of creative things um, and just challenging my skills every day. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's amazing. What you, everything that you just said, mm-hmm. because uh, one of the things that resonated with me mm-hmm. is that when we started coding, I didn't know what it meant, mm-hmm. like the, all the branches that were into it. And it's so much technology is so huge. And like, I don't think that one person knows all the paths that just one thing has. And like you are saying for graphic design, you just didn't know that you could do all this stuff. But I also have heard that you make amazing pins and I always look at them in Instagram. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do. So aside from my my nine to five job, you know, I have my own side gig. You know, I, I, like I said, once I, um, the company I was working at, American Greetings, they decided to let us go. I like during that time learning how to do textile design, I was like, I want to, create my own little business um first it was just to see if people actually will like my stuff because that's one of the things as an artist you always think like are people gonna like my thing my work and maybe my stuff is too cutesy or maybe too you know too I don't know for me it was I love cute uh things but I like creating things that are inspired with me growing up Latina and in LA yeah. So I love create. Yeah. So I do a lot of Spanglish. So yes. a lot of the times I'll be talking in English and then I turn into Spanish, you know, things like that. <laughs> so I wanted to bring in a little bit of that in my art. And so, and then to being cute, um, cause I love a, a lot of kawaii, like Hello Kitty, like Sanrio stuff. So I was just like, I want to create things like that. So I started off, I created an Etsy shop and then from there, like it started off by creating, um, portraits so I will get people to asking me to create like this save the date portraits with very illustration very cutesy portraits of them and then from there people started you know liking my stuff and then I then I went to doing pins and then then from keychains and then prints so my Etsy has a lot of different things uh, Mm -hmm. uh, but I you know want to build out more of my hola mijas bonita girls which are inspired with me of growing up in LA so I want to take them to maybe doing the planner community where I can do little stickers and you know different things that you can use in your planner so that's one of my goals that I'm working on right now (laughs) oh that's awesome I love it yeah because you really don't yeah because you really don't see a lot of Latinas uh well, in having when I'm looking at the planner uh, like the community when it comes to stickers and things like that, I really don't see a lot of Latinas um, stickers. So, but there's a lot of Latinas mm-hmm. in the planner community. So I want to like cater to them too. So I'm just yes. trying to jump on that fast. So I have a lot of things I want to do. So it's just the time. <laughs> now yes. that we're home with the whole, you know, yes. coronavirus stuff, I'm just like taking advantage and try to work on everything. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, and now that you just mentioned that, yeah. how do you manage like all your time between all these things that you do? Because you do a lot of stuff. Yes. Oh my goodness. I feel like sometimes I'm just like, I pushed myself too much. Like, Mm -hmm. but it's, I don't know what it is. I think because growing up seeing my mom, you know, pushing herself and my dad and just like the mentality of just don't give up and having for me with them, like that they came from El Salvador to this country, you know, without knowing English and, you know, just coming to this country without knowing anybody. Right. And to now to see my dad, you know, he's a machinist, you know, my mom, she's a, teacher's assist assistant and you know now they have their own house that they paid off and mm -hmm. you know they're living great you know and so they are my inspiration and so I feel like I know what I do a lot but I I just the way I manage it is like I just kind of like sometimes I want to like just you know turn everything off and but I'm just like no I can't because it's like if they can do it there's no reason for me <laughs> there's no reason for me to complain you know they're my inspiration if yeah. you know ellos han pasado por mucho you know and so I just can't like uh they're my inspiration that I that I can do it you know um, yes. and so and who mm -hmm. helps you who helps That's, me yeah uh regarding like uh your your like your designs your design, oh, yeah. it's you by yourself it's all me myself okay. like basically when it comes to like helping wow. me i know <laughs> when it comes to me uh -huh. with it's my husband he helps <laughs> me like take care of my 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 daughter like you know uh -huh. he's a stay-at-home father right now so mm -hmm. he helps me out with her um that's why i get to work nine to five and then i get to go to events but at the mm -hmm. same time um when it comes to design and doing even the podcast and doing like doing collaboration and going to events, it's all me, you know, it mm -hmm. all comes out of my pocket. You know, <laughs> I do yeah. all my illustrations. So that's, I'm kind of like, I, I would love to do this all full time, mm -hmm. but it's so hard, you know, managing it too, when I'm working nine to five every day, yes. so there's moments I come home and I just like want to draw, but I'm just like beat. And then I'm like, okay, I just have to do it. I, I just, you need to do it. <laughs> and same thing yes. with the podcast, because this is another, another monster for me. Like, I'm like, whoa, this is new. And, but I love talking to people and sharing our stories. So I'm just like, you just have to put a microphone and just talk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just taking well, the time. And then edit for a little bit and then put the intro. <laughs> yes, exactly. Then but ask but I would say practice gets you anywhere, right? Yeah, no, and that's what I was thinking with the podcast at first. I was like, oh, it's going to be easy to put the microphone. And then I was like, oh, my God, this is more than stuff that I need to do. I need to find a program where I'm going to record myself. And then I have to ask good questions and get to know the people. But like I said, that's why I wanted to create this 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 podcast where it feels, I mean, I want it to be organic and just talk. Like, I don't want to feel that we're like, <laughs> like in the yeah, meeting yeah. like so professional in a suit like yeah <laughs> I'm moving my arms like a robot right now while I'm telling you that <laughs> that's another yeah. thing I'm very like animated so I feel animated, like if yes. if I made this into a YouTube deal people would just laugh at my faces that I'm making I'm like Ooh. <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's it's hard for us I think Latinas in general but uh to just don't say what you are thinking because your face is already saying it so what yeah. about you how do you manage like with all this stuff like I'm telling you when I read your bio and all the stuff that you're doing I'm like how do you manage it too like I wonder 
Yeah. So when we were when we were doing when I was in the school and people were like, "You are crazy! I don't know how you do so much stuff." It was behind me. I had a team of it was my tech crew and other students mm-hmm. um, that just cared and like really were passionate about like doing all this stuff. And since it was their projects and it was I was basically the supervisor of them, um, then they would just organically like happen because they really wanted to do them and then I would come up with crazy ideas just <laughs> like anybody and then I always told my students that we needed to dream big and we needed to like do stuff and I would like always ask them so what's your project which one do you want to do and sometimes I would come up with my own projects and out mm. of those uh, projects um, the summer camp came and then uh, one of my proudest projects is called something that is called the digital dance. Mm-hmm. And in the digital dance, the first year we gathered 50 girls. Uh, by then I had 27 girls in tech crew. Wow. And I asked each of them to have to become a mentor of someone of a dancer because I was observing in the school um, the girls we were trying to attract the girls to the technology and i noticed that the ones that love to dance the ones that the dancers of the school didn't know much about technology and therefore they thought they didn't like it mm. so we did this digital dance and we created a beautiful dance follow <laughs> like basically just with lots of the technology so the graphic designers will make mm-hmm. a map Ground for the digital dance and then the coders would like code stuff and the engineers wow. would like create robots like dance with the students mm-hmm. and like so many things and then we created wearables uh where the girls would like just make the dresses and put um leds and and uh, connect them to the song and to the beat of the song and Every year it became better and better. And when you ask me how much can I code, because people think that I could code, I can't. I can't. I yeah. I know a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I I can't code. And and I was just like a basically like a supervisor. And the girls, yeah. I would come up with these crazy ideas, and they would say yes because they always said yes to me. Aww. <laughs> they were like, yay! <laughs> then, Aww, how cute. And and I and I would always always tell my students if you are if you don't agree with what i am saying you are you could you you could say no andrea this is crazy or no i don't like it like this always i will always hear your opinion mm-hmm. and but you could also you also need to hear mine and yeah. then um and this is how we like basically rolled but when it was this project the digital dance was my scariest project too because it was so big that we just didn't know we didn't even know how to start wow and uh okay putting a dance together in the choreography that takes time and 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 a lot of determination and the dancers did it beautifully we didn't know where to start to put in dresses and we didn't even know what to buy or what was that mean and yeah. we had like a, i had a, like a little vision in my head i guess and then i share with them and then they started having visions too and we started planning together uh i i asked another teacher uh emily fields to be with me because she is uh she's a she's a dancer so i said can Mm -hmm. you help me and she said yes but she's also very passionate about technology or became i don't know 
after that wow. <laughs> I'm not sure and uh she's also a math teacher so she like is is a little easier for her and um and then I I remember the first time I saw the digital dance to come alive when mm -hmm. they did it yeah and we were like obviously just like practicing by then it was something I could have never imagined it was mm. so much better than what I had put the vision that I had put in my head and I think it was because it was not just me envisioning but mm. it was so many of us envisioning that my vision was so limited and everybody I remember looking at everybody's face and everybody was in awe like oh my goodness we did it and and all the feelings that go through this and you were talking you were just saying it like how we mm -hmm. doubt ourselves through the process who is gonna buy my stickers yeah. who's gonna buy my pins and who and my doubts at the moment was like are we gonna be capable of doing this i am going to fail them why did i put them in yeah. the process and we are not gonna be able to do this and i remember at some point I entered through the process of the digital dance. I went to my project manager, uh, Brittany Fields, at mm -hmm. the moment, uh, 14 years old. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I said to her, I don't think we could do this. What did I do? I think that I just, uh, we, I created this dream in your heads that we are not going to be able to do it. And she said to me, she was like, she, she looked at me like, very confused first of all and she said to me Andrea we are your tech crew we are capable of doing anything because that's what you have taught us so we are gonna make it follow by please don't tell this any to anyone else <laughs> <laughs> and, and we did it we did it and we did it so much that's like, amazing better than every year you came better than is like wow this practice wow that's amazing a 14 year old telling you that right <laughs> and you're like oh okay i got it okay we can do this that's yes. amazing oh yes. my goodness yeah sometimes you just have to like get it unexpected and hear the real thing you know and that's just wow <laughs> yes i know i so, know as oh my god it, it is just like a it was a magical process a yeah. lot of things were magical and the magical process of of it all but i think that all the women that you are interviewing and all the women that mm -hmm. i am interviewing teaches yeah. so much and i admired every single one of them for for leaving the fear on the side and just take the step forward and just keep going yeah exactly same thing with you yes <laughs> you're doing amazing and like i'm just you know wow I'm like when i met you you just have such amazing aura about you and your personality is just like wow like and then reading everything i'm like this is amazing i'm just like so excited to have you and for you to share everything one thing i wanted to see like i was gonna ask you like do you from all the stuff that you're doing like how do you, is there ever a time that you kind of disconnect like when you give your like what do you like doing like to distract yes, yourself many yes absolutely and that's actually one of my questions in pineapple women oh. too so <laughs> but yes absolutely i um i do many things to disconnect so i 
kind of everybody in except maybe the weekends but yeah. I try even in the weekends mm. I meditate for at least 10 minutes wow um, right when I woke up before looking at my phone even though I use my phone to meditate yeah uh, but as I go I go directly to the app that I use which is uh, mindfulness I know it's a it's my lead mine mm. or or I use Boho Beautiful, which is a YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. And I just go directly to that and then just do that first. And then after that, I have um, a celery juice <laughs> in wow. the mornings. Mm -hmm. I had made it for myself the previous days. And I, I make myself a coffee after mm -hmm. that. And having my coffee, I write a gratefulness list of 10 oh. things. And that oh. helps me set my day in a very positive way. I do it, I do 10 things because it really makes me think about the day before. Mm -hmm. So it makes me think about what I did the day before and what I am grateful for of the day before. Um, sometimes, and I could see how fast sometimes I go super fast through the list yeah. sometimes I have to pause and really think yeah and it's fascinating and I share this list with a few friends and my sisters hmm. um I, my friends some of my friends also share the list with me some sometimes they don't sometimes they do sometimes yeah. I read their list sometimes they do read my list sometimes <laughs> they don't. it depends on the time you know but yeah the idea is that some, you learn so much from the others gratefulness list when you have time to read it and you're like oh yeah I should be also grateful for that I love that yeah so that's amazing uh, yeah so I do that and one thing that I have never ever ever give up is I exercise mm -hmm. my goal is to exercise five times a week Mm -hmm. I sometimes don't make the five times, but <laughs> for the I would say that for the most weeks of the year, I I make the five times, and that's the time for myself, and that's the time that to disconnect. Um, so and and I never gave that up, and and everybody is like like again like when I was teaching, everybody is like, how do you have time to even yeah. go to like to go to the gym? <laughs> it's <laughs> like well in my mind if, if I didn't go to the gym then I wouldn't be able to do all these things yeah you and, feel like you're missing something like yes mm -hmm. and it's just like my part of me my part of my <laughs> health my I think it's just this is me being kind to myself yeah so. wow that's amazing like for I want to do that because I I used to do a lot of journaling before, like, like to get my journal and write. And I just found my old one that I think it was before I had my daughter. And, um, and I was like going through it and reading. And I was like, wow, I used to write a lot of stuff, like my feelings or what I want to do the next day. Like I just used to write like just I had a lot of different things. And I was like, you know what? It felt really good reading all that. And I was like, I'm going to get back on doing it. So like, it's a good reminder, like what you just said, I want to do that again. And maybe just do it like every morning. Usually, usually I used to do it every night, 
But, um, yeah. but once I had my daughter, I just, you know, my mind went straight to her. So I've been yeah. distracted. And so now I want to get back to doing that. But for me, like journaling and doing journaling is really amazing. And, uh, one thing that I like doing is, um, I love doing embroidery, like to get away from my computer, yes. get away from, mm-hmm. you know, everything. I love go- sitting outside. If it's a nice day, getting the breeze, because I'm always inside the office yeah. or inside my apartment. So when I get a chance to just sit outside, even if it's cold, I just put a nice sweater and I just love doing embroidery. And more that I create, it's another way of being creative and doing my own art and then putting it on fabric and then yeah. going on it in embroidery. So it's just like, that's my me time and a time to just distract myself. Yeah. And it's my but- happy. <laughs> yes, I think that I I see a lot of value on on these type of things like um, planting, like I don't know, gardening and all yeah. of that. Those are like types of meditation because you really need to focus. It's kind of like a mindfulness. You really need to like think about what you are doing at the moment. So living the now. So I think those are great ways to like um, to disconnect and then really live the moment. So, yes, yeah. that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, we need to do that. We need to take care of more now that we're at home. Exactly. <laughs> During this coronavirus, we need to like sit down and figure out something that makes you happy, even if it's just dancing or just singing or even doing art or doing, like you said, doing some meditation, whatever makes you happy, just do it. You know, you're at your own place, you know, you're, you're safe and just find something to distract you nobody's gonna judge you you know exactly well whenever i sing max judges me (laughs) yes i am not perfect anymore oh but okay (laughs) say bye bye this is my time (laughs) i'm kidding i am i'm not a very good singer so i sing just to make him laugh Oh, well, who cares? yeah just sing who doesn't matter like just if it makes you happy sing you're like well it's, if you want to be here listening to me that's your own that's on you <laughs> no yeah we gotta find ways to make ourselves you know we want to do like so many things out there and it's just like it does take a lot of you so just finding little things to for yourself you know that makes you happy and even just going to the gym like you said it's like you know just do it because if not we'll just you know lose all the gas and just fall apart exactly. you know what I mean exactly and just find that thing that resonates with you that makes you peaceful yeah. that you know just is for everybody is different mm-hmm. that we are not the same so yeah. yeah just do what it really like like fools your heart yeah and and just follow it you know like 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 you like how you like became <laughs> these uh and making your stickers and making yeah. your things and making the dresses it is like uh what you are full of energy and you have so much a, like positive energy and i really believe that this is because you are doing something that you love and yes. so you don't find, you don't see it as work exactly <laughs> doing it because you love it so i was going to ask you so is there anything that you would like to share before this this ends before our conversation mm-hmm. ends but is there something like a, a project that you're working on or something that we should look forward or where we where we can find you too like more information yes absolutely so you can find me in um pineapplewomen.com mm-hmm. um that's my that's the website and mm-hmm. over there you could like read all the inspirational 
stories of all the Latinas of the world. And if you have any Latinas, if you know any Latinas that mm-hmm. should share their inspirational stories, please write me an email. You could write it there in Pineapple. Um, I have a contact, so just write me an email and nominate someone. But also, if you want to work on your dreams and you don't know how to start and where mm-hmm. to start, I have uh, 16 journal journaling steps mm. uh, that will help you to achieve your dreams. Mm-hmm. Right now, uh, they are in Pineapple. They are for free. They are free. They are targeted mm. to students or to teenagers. But I will soon, and basically, they are very alike for the adults. Mm. So you could use them too and and because we know you you just let your intuition guide you mm-hmm. through steps if you want to use the teenager ones it's fine um so do that um and i that, that's basically what i've been doing right now just mm-hmm. like trying to share more stories of our community so yes oh my god yeah. thank you so much again for being part of homegirl chat and sharing your story you're such an inspiration everybody check her out like seriously she's amazing and she's so sweet and Mm -hmm. we need more people if you know any latinas out there that you would like to nominate and be part of pineapple woman you know reach out to andrea and you know i'm so happy and feel so inspired and i i'm just so happy that you're here Thank you. Thank you, Claudia. Thank <laughs> you so much. And definitely, you would need to check out uh, Claudia's story because it's coming up and in, in soon. Yes. Soon. Yes, I will be <laughs> on there too. Yes. <laughs> I have to take some cute pictures. <laughs> yeah. And you have many cute pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I need more. No, <laughs> Thank you again. Thank you, Claudia. Okay. It's amazing. Thank you so oh, much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you again for hanging out with Homegirl Chat. This is your girl, Claudia Ramos.